And now, from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for the Real Hooligans. All right, Hooligans, welcome back. It is 2021. It is the new year, finally. And just like everybody predicted, everything has magically gotten better because the calendar flipped. David Kane, welcome the fuck back. What's Happy up? New Year, Tim. Yeah, dude, what's up? Man? It's nice to be back in the chair. This is a good way to kick off a new year. I thought so too. We get you know we get to get together and talk about a brand new movie. Yeah, content. A, a brand new. new movie, exciting. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. The long anticipated sequel to the. Did we do a show about the first one? Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yes. Um, I was gonna re-release some early episodes over the break, and then I listened to some of them, and I'm like, man, we've come a long way. Yeah, that's that's not that's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trust us, we had some great shows. They just sound like shit. So, anyways, uh, 2017 movie Wonder Woman. I loved it. You know, for DC, it was a it was a huge step in the right direction, and uh, great to see Wonder Woman on the big screen finally. Patty Jenkins, director. From Rider. Lawrence, fucking Kansas, baby, um, is back back to, yep. back to do 1984. We've each watched it twice. Yes, we have. Do you want to start? What are your thoughts, man? Um, this one's a tough one for me, Tim. Um, there were some really great moments in this movie. Um, there was some great nostalgia with the going back to 1984. Um, and it uh, it's always good to see Wonder Woman running around on screen. Um, how could you not love Wonder Woman? Oh, I totally agree. Um, but man, it, Gal Gadot makes it look really pretty too. She does. Yeah, Gadot, Gadot, Gadot. Okay, that's how my daughter says it, so I trust her. I guess she's whatever like, the teenager says. Good right. Yeah, I thought there were some the background here. Some great performances. Which one? Uh, I th- I thought um, I thought Pedro did a good He's job awesome with what that. he was given. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. I don't think he was given very much to work with in this. And one. it's not his fault that half of his scenes weren't on the cutting room floor. Right. I mean, because I felt a lot of it was redundant. Yeah, I mean the stuff with his kid. I never. I was never. I'm. Not invested in that in any no, way. No, and it's unfortunate because in the comics he has like a, a natural daughter. daughter. Yes. And instead here he has an adopted son. Yes, who is a reflection of who Pedro was, Max, Maxwell Lord. Oh, was he? It's he, he, the, ch- the boy is a reflection of who Max was growing up. Um, so we got those flashbacks to his abusive dad and... All of that stuff, the pressure that he was under, and wanting to live up to that. Uh, yeah, so he just puts his yeah. kid in the same position. Yeah. Unnecessary to making him adoptive son. He though. was just kind of neglecting him. Yeah. Little, little, little Pedro went through some abuse we saw later in the movie, right? Yes. I mean, a little, little bit different. Anyways. Um, okay, so in 1984, it's 1984. We skipped 70 years of... Of her life. Yes. She's still pining over Chris Pine. <laughs> nice, nice one, Tim. She, uh, um, Steve is, is dead still, and she's working at a museum. She befriends a woman named 
Barbara Minerva? Doctor. Doctor, excuse me. Doctor. Played by Kristen Wiig. You can't be an evil villain if you're not a doctor in and, your life. Yeah, we have Pedro Pascal's character, who's Max Lord, and he's like an oil tycoon slash TV personality. Con man. Okay, con man. Okay. And a wishing stone comes into the into the museum's possession. You know, they're supposed to investigate this thing, and Max Lord knows what it is. He's been searching for it right. for, for years. Ultimately, he, he, he steals this thing, not before both Diana and Barbara have made wishes on it. Yes. Diana's obviously was a secret wish to have Steve back in her life, and Barbara wanted the strength, confidence of Diana, not understanding where that strength comes yes. from. Okay. So Max Lord gets a hold of it, and he wants to be the Wishing Stone. And so Which he, is a weird wish. It's weird. Why would it, you it want to wish make, that? In, and it's like his wish is he wants to be able to gr- gr- physically grant wishes so he can take from, like, you know, somebody wants... If I make a wish, he takes something from me right. in return. Because there's always a... I have a, nothing. There's always a catch when there's a deal yeah. with the devil kind of a thing, right? right. Um, you know, he says, okay, I'll grant you your wish, but I'm going to take this, blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to amass all this wealth and power to become everything that he had been kind of pretending to be yes okay and so through this diana learns you can't cheat the system you have to get things through honesty there's a whole thing in themyscira at the opening where she cheats in the uh, wonder woman olympics and uh the amazonian olympics whatever and uh so she you know we can't cheat we have to do things honestly so she true she renounces her wish for steve We'll talk about his coming back into the equation here in just a minute. And uh, Barbara becomes a cat because she makes she gets a couple wishes because eventually Pedro's yeah. like, I, I can do whatever she I want. She saves Pedro's life, basically. Sure. And uh, so she wants, yeah. So she becomes the, the famous cheetah, which is one of them's big nemesis. So, anyways, we have a big fight. Okay. So there's your setup. So back to Pedro, right? Because you had said you liked Pedro. Good performance. I also thought, I, I thought for me it was like between Pedro, between Max Lord and Barbara, I thought it was too much. I thought the setup for Barbara and Diana's relationship wasn't there. Let me turn that crap off. And uh, that's, you know, that setup was kind of weak. Because like they were just kind of introduced, as, they're introduced to each other in this movie. You know, and... Isn't that kind of what they did with Batman Superman? We'll just throw you guys together in a few scenes yeah. as Bruce and Clark, and now we have a connection between you two, however minute and small. Martha! Well, and even famously going back to The Dark Knight, when instead of setting up Harvey Two-Face to be villain of the third, they set him up as Two-Face for the last five minutes of the movie... And it was just like, it all felt kind of cheap by the end. Yeah. It was like, wow, okay, so we just got to know him, then he turns into Two-Face, and then he's dead all of a sudden. You know? yes. it's like it just, and then obviously, when Heath died, they were like, ah, man. I mean, of course, it would have been really easy to be like, he didn't die, he just like got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> and they could have brought him back, but they didn't. You sure. know? So, um, but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of, for me, everything that Barbara did didn't work, wasn't working because it didn't feel earned. No. 
Um, but also at the same time, I think Kristen Wiig did a really good job with what she was given. I do agree with that, yes. I think that um, she played the nerd very, very well to open it. You know, she's anxious and socially awkward, weird, but a good, a good girl. Yeah, and and some of those scenes, and it's just you know, how, you know, comes down to how do you shoot it to make it look. But like when she comes into the the office at one point, she very clearly unlatches the briefcase that falls uh. open, and it's like to a point where I was like. Is this her thing? Does she do? Yeah. Is, does she intentionally act awkward? But I mean, it's never really addressed. But I'm just like, just kind of a. Or you just maybe saw maybe the, it was just how maybe it was like, oh man, shoot it from the other side next time. So I mean, because you could clearly see that she like unlatches it. Part of my problem with this movie <sighs> is the, the slappiness throughout because I thought for what Wonder Woman was. It was almost flawless. It was perfect. It was like a perfect introduction of um, the mythology of her character and a representation of it. This, I, it's like I didn't even feel like they utilized 1984 even. Why did this movie take place in 1984? I, I think that... I mean, obviously... It's they, a what 1984 represented. It was the height of all of that more, more, more... Everything sure. just exploded, you know. Uh, it just seems like a good point to jump into. Here's our Wonder Woman moving forward. This is kind of her. Okay, we did the old story, so you you really understand Wonder Woman, and now here she is in modern time. Let's let's just accept that that's what our Wonder Woman is now. Okay, but I feel still feel like we jumped over like a lot of time. Oh yeah, I don't agree with happened. it. A I'm just of, saying I think that's the just, logic behind yeah, it. Yeah, and is. I'm thinking, is this like a, a Wonder Woman three story idea, 1984? You know, maybe why didn't we get to see how this chick dealt with being a woman in the 50s? Yeah, I all mean, for it. All I would for love it. to see somebody like, yeah, you can't do that, looking stupid woman. But I <laughs> think all of like, these characters could use that. <clears throat> Go back. Let me let me see what you were doing when when yeah. we were dealing with some adversity, just based on the on the time period. All right, so I also thought it was too long. Is that DC for you? Well, it, it comes down to apparently Patty Jenkins a little bit as a filmmaker and her inability to just trim some fat. And I think honestly, I think this is a problem with a lot of. Good filmmakers, sure. Also, I mean, sure. I, I've, we, I've, we've talked about Quentin Tarantino. Love the guy, and I, I will watch. I mean, you can show me a five-hour cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I'd watch it. But the first time I go sit down in the movie theater, man, it's like all I can think of is like how much of this could have been just left behind. Yeah, and there's a lot of good stuff there, but how much of that Brad Pitt just driving around in a car? Unnecessary. Same thing with Jackie Brown. It was like, you know, and that's like a based on a book. So it's like, it's like you're giving me a scene where in a book I'd be getting like mental ex- exposition. <clears throat> the thoughts of the character. I'm just getting. Dude driving around. Yeah. Listening to a song. <laughs> so, uh, and like I said with Max Lord earlier, I thought there was a lot. His character was just so drawn out. It felt very redundant. Yeah. Um, we didn't need to see so many wishes to get the idea. Right. I need a montage. 
Right. Um, all right, let's talk about Steve, though. Chris Pine. Yeah. Is he your favorite Hollywood Chris? Oh, yeah. I think so. Uh, you just reminded me of that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so anyways. Um, yes, my favorite. I would say yes. If you were to ask me a question that was like, <laughs> which do you if like If it better? was in a numbered order, <laughs> like number one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you asked for a more focused show, and you got me. <laughs> All right, so let's say we were doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think between Hemsworth, Pine, and Pratt, which is where we were going to go with this, your favorite Chris, which is the the question you get on the internet. Yeah, dude, Pine's fucking talented. He's great. The best actor of the bunch. Absolutely. I love Hemsworth. Hemsworth has a great presence. You know, there's a lot I could watch him do, but at the same time, you're kind of starting to realize that he's kind of the same dude. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, you know, and you're kind of getting that a little bit more Thor now. This kind of, he's great at comedy, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, he hasn't yeah. been in a bunch of great comedies, though. No, but he handles it well. He, yeah. he He's a funny dude, you know, and he obviously handles action well. So he'll be around. Um, but I think Pine's great. You know, we talk about Tarantino. We need to see him in the next Tarantino movie because he's also goes off on tangents about how much he likes Chris Pine. So Fantastic. and I think that'd be just it seems like a perfect relationship there. I think they would have some fun together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um but here he comes back and it's like you have to bring him back. I get it. He died and it was a great scene and a great moment. Um and you have to bring him back because of their chemistry, you know, because you always have to hit that well when it works, you know? Sure. Rather than have this woman who knew this dude for three days move the fuck on in her life, you ha- she hasn't had anybody in 70 years. 70 years. All the interesting things she has to have been doing, just been hanging out with a dude for like a few weeks and been like, this guy's actually just pretty nice guy. Yeah, and, and they make it a point to show her blow past numerous men. Left and right with, no, thank you. I'm not interested. I'm moving on. Oh, how I mean, about, I mean, there's, how about the guy that... They don't want you to think in any way, shape, or form that she would sit down and talk with another man outside of a business setting. And I get it. It's like where she's from, there weren't dudes. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly a thing that she... You okay. Know, you know, like... In, Fair. You know, we're, we're raised to be like, no, you're supposed to go find your mate and you're supposed to get married. And, you know, so... He was like a, a one-shot deal, where I was like, that was weird. I like that guy. So I, I guess I can yeah. feel it. Anyways, so she wishes, kind of a silent wish, because we'd never hear it. She just kind of yeah. goes, I know what I'd wish, and just kind of... And the breeze <sighs> blows. God, the, the breeze. The, like, you like, know the wish happened. Like Whoosh. we're watching Amazing Stories or something, yes. you know, which I find, fuck it, whatever, there's a nice little 80s reference. Okay, so, yeah. So, you know, and he, he, but the way he comes back, as another dude. Why? Okay, so this guy walks up to her to party, and he's, like, throwing in, in his voice also. Yes. He's throwing out all these, you know, Diana, I wish we had more time, blah, 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 all the shit he said. right. You yes. Know? And it, first of all, when he's trying to get her attention, he's all, Diana, Diana. She was like, stop following me. And it's like, dude, yeah. you're at a party at the place she works, right? Yeah, at the museum. Why wouldn't somebody try to get her attention? Yeah, somebody that knows her work. And I get she always has dudes like hounding her. Well, but of that, course. That, that seemed a little <laughs> like why don't you even listen to see what this guy? All he's doing is trying saying her name. Yeah, 
He could be like, they need you downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Any number of reasons. He does get creepy and start saying some weird shit to her. And, you know, she realizes this is my Steve, but it's he like another the dude. Seiko watch it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like another dude. So it's like Steve's conscious woke up in some other dude's body. Yes. Which I, it just, to me, it's just so weird. Like, why can't he just manifest? Yeah. Like, dude, I was, I'm here. I'm back. What happened? Last thing I remember was I was in that plane, and now I'm here. Yes. And it's all weird and wistful and <laughs> magical and like, how did this? But it's like this I've poor been guy. For you, yeah. Obviously, has a horrible wardrobe. <laughs> Clearly, they <had laughs> even to, even for the '80s, they had to express the you know the '80s. Right. So, all right. So Steve comes back, and you know we get they're good together still, but. It all again. It feels redundant. Okay, Tim. We have to ask the question. Okay, are they assaulting this poor man? Man, it's pretty weird because, like, yeah, he just does kind of keep living her life, and you know, they fuck, and they, yeah, and it's just like, what's happening? Here they totally to violated guy? that yeah. dude's body. If that would have happened the other way. I mean, not to just not to start that argument here, but if, no, if that would have been. A woman who is violated by a man who's pretending she's a dead woman. Yeah. Holy shit! In this day and age. But anyway, I don't. I don't. I mean, even still, a a man's a man, and he has autonomy over his body. And and man or woman, you're taking that from him in order to. So a little bit creepy. Yeah, I didn't understand it because it's like out of all these people in the world. This dude was like, like intercepted, man. It's yeah. just so, yeah. It's just, it's just a weird twist. You won the ghost lottery. Anyway, so um, all right, let's talk about action because there were I I loved the action and I had some problems. So, why don't you take us through a couple of your favorite scenes? Um, well, I think the mall scene has to be mentioned first because okay. that sets up something for the rest of this movie. Um, Diana has learned to use this lasso. Yeah. And she's super kick-ass at it. And my... I love that introduction. I think they did a really good job with um, letting us know this is this is what you're in for. This chick can do some stuff with the... It's all... Lasso and two guys. Amazing. Yeah. Spinning around circle. It's fun to watch. Um, I think the... Effects are what slowed down that scene. Uh, another problem I had with this movie is just in some places they looked so bad. Uh, yeah, just unfinished. Like, sorry, we ran out of money for this scene right here, <laughs> and so you're kind of just like obviously you just refuse to believe that because they're just literally handing over money to fucking numbnuts to finish a shitty movie from four years ago. God, Tim, Batman's gonna say fuck. Don't worry about it. We're at the mall. Yeah. We're, we're at the mall. And I love that Patty Jenkins decided 1984 is the mall. Everybody's right. at the mall. But here we are again. This is, the, I think, the second time this year we've had an instance where some really bad stuff was, just happened to be going down at the mall. Yeah. We had Commando where the big deal is right. going down the- at a... 
Mexican restaurant in they've the mall. They've got a black market stone. Yeah, they've, they've got some weird auction business for... Running out of a mall. Artifact underground. And it's in the back of a mall. But as Commando showed, you you can, you know... Terrorists do business out of malls, like, all the time. That's just what happened in the 80s. It was the 80s, baby. So, um, one thing I had with this movie is sometimes it just looks silly 80s. And not like the 80s were silly. It was almost like everybody looked like they were in cosplay. Yes. It didn't look like natural 80s. It looked like, hey, everybody, if you want to be in Wonder Woman, wear your 80s stuff. Yes. And people dressed, you know... And I get they're in the movie and people are dressed up like they're in the 80s. But it just, it never felt genuine. No. And I, the brighter colors of it may have been a reason, it, but that I attribute more to trying to capture the feel of the show. Sure. Which it did, especially I thought in that opening scene where she was like saving people. Yes. I thought that was kind of fun and reminded me a lot of the TV show. Yes. Wonder Woman, so... Um, but yeah, and I know, man, that she's been like, man, we did some stuff with wire work that's just never been done before. And I'm like, God, I thought some of that wire work looked, looked fucking terrible. That's unfortunate. The, the two flying scenes yeah, where like, she's learning to fly. It's like, But even like when she's swooping down, it was any time she was like swinging down on the, the rope. There was the one scene where she grabs the two kids out of the street. Yes. And I think some of those scenes in the mall where it's like she's coming down and it's just like you can see the... You know, you yeah, can see yes. she's in a harness. Very I mean, posed. it's just, yeah, it's just very, even like some of the running scenes where like she, where she was running, even the tank scene where she fought all those fucking trucks and that, that yes. was pretty badass. But again, it, it was kind of br- hurt at times because it was like, okay, that looks cool. Okay, that just looks fucking terrible. Right. The running stuff looked like yeah. she was running in front of a green screen. Sure. Yeah, you know, and I, I I hate to make comparisons to the Marvel movies, but th- that that's what you do. Yeah. Other superhero movies, and the, the you know, I think of the scene where Black Panther and Captain America are chasing are Winter Soldier. Dude, that's fucking badass scene. It right. looked like they were fucking running. It was hilarious because they were faster than the cars. But it, I don't know. Anyway, so a lot of problem for me here was the is that is it seems so rushed. When they yeah. had this movie done, you had done. this time frame that you extended time frame right. you had to work with. You already what did had you till June. Time? You already had till June, and then yeah, obviously because of COVID, you had till December twenty fifth, and it just didn't look like anything was like they never once were like fuck. Let's go back, and I'm going to bring up a great point. We're going to listen to something. One of my biggest pet peeves is reusing music from other movies. Especially if it's not your fucking music. Ooh. And we have Hans Zimmer doing this m- soundtrack. And Hans Zimmer is a goddamn legend. He is, yes. one, he is one of my yes. favorite. I mean, I love him. So this is why I found such disappointment. And you know me, my family, my kid, they're, we're all like the same wavelength. Okay, so when this fucking music queued up, we were all like, what the hell, Hans Zimmer? I'm going to play this for you. Let's hear it. This played at the scene when... Um, she's saying goodbye to Steve, and she has that really nice emotional scene. I don't think Gal can act at all, but I think... Really? Not really. Uh, I think we've seen her range. Okay. Between Fast and Furious and what was the one with John Hamm. 
No idea. <laughs> no Were they like spies or something? That's kind of a good movie, but you know, she's pretty. And you know, maybe she'll get better if she works with a better, not to knock Jenkins, but you know, but different directors are better yeah. at bringing performances out, you know what I mean? But she does have a nice scene with him at the end here, and then she runs off, and she jumps, and she starts thinking about the way he talked about flying, okay? The air, the wind. Yeah, so you just catch the air, you just catch the air. So then this, and it's a fucking beautiful piece of music, plays. So, and you know, and this is where she's kind of hurtling through the air, right? Now, this music is from the movie Sunshine. It's from composer John Murphy. It's also used in Kick Ass. You see, you see Kick Ass. It's the scene when they go to save Nicolas Cage, Big Daddy. It's what what's playing during that. Also okay there because I believe John Murphy did the music for. So it's it, but even then I was just like, this is fucking sunshine music. So when the, I mean, even like my kids were like, dude, what? Because it's like, why are you using? Because we have the right. Fucking to Hans it. Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what they did, you know. And they've since gone on the defense, <laughs> you know, saying this is our temp track, and I get that because it's on one of my writing. I mean, I've got it on a playlist here. It's on, you know, when I write. Yeah. I love this music. I mean, fucking Sunshine is one of my favorite movies, dude. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a great one. I mean, it, it it's a great movie that completely falls apart in the last 10 minutes. Oh, we love that. <laughs> but um, it's beautiful. And uh, it's got Killian Murphy and... Uh, Who I love. Chris, Chris Evans. Okay. This was actually the movie I, I watched when I found out he, he was going to be Captain America. Because I thought he was kind of a goof because of Fantastic Four. Anyways. We all thought that. But yeah, check it out. It's uh, Danny Boyle's the director. And it's about a team that's, the sun's going out, and this team of, you know, astronauts has to go and basically drop a nuke into the sun to try to, or a bomb. Yeah. It's a beautiful movie. Um, Do they all burn up in the sun? Watch the movie. Okay. It's great. So, anyways, this then this music played, and they said, oh, we just, we fell in love with it. You know, so we just, we got the rights to it, to use it. And I'm just like, dude, your Hans fucking Zimmer. You've literally yeah. come up with some of the greatest movie scores that will ever exist. That will ever exist. His Batman trilogy music is fucking phenomenal. I will watch Batman or Dark Knight Rises just because just of his soundtrack. Just because music. of it. I mean, if you were like, you want to watch that and listen to the soundtrack, I would be like, yes, I will watch it just for that reason right now. Um, so I find it disappointing. Sure. Um, Mark Snow did it. When he took over on uh, for uh, on Smallville, he started using X Files cues, and I was like, "Dude!" And it's Weird. like, you know, for him, you know, it's like, "What else have you done?" Loss of respect, brother. Sorry. So this disappointed me because it is beautiful. You know, it's emotional, and I get that. You know, where you're going with it as a writer and a creator myself. This disappointing, and then you had all this time. You could have stuck <laughs> something in. And the, and also on top of that, what are their little gags, you know, which I'm, this was supposed to play back in June, you know, when it would have made more sense, but they had it done, they had to run it anyway, was there was like a video where they, intro- oh, it was the music video for the theme song, his, which I kind of thought was theme, without the guitar, dude. Yeah. Just wasn't the same kind of kick ass. It, it sounded good, but um, they released this video where it's like Gal and 
Patty are looking for Hans Zimmer because he hasn't finished the theme song yet. Sure. You know, so sure. they literally, they're like at the premiere, you know, which obviously never happened. I mean, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like they go into this room and he's in there with like this. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm almost done. And I'm just like, you're running these fucking jokes out there when you're also. Oh, and another track. I think it's during when everybody's renouncing their wishes or one of those scenes, those little crazy scenes at the end with Pedro when he's in the beam of light. Yes. Um, they use a track. He used, It's his own music from Batman versus Superman. But it was a Batman. It was a Batman theme that had nothing to do with even like Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like literally it was like Batman backstory. It's like so you're dropping like, in another superhero. Yeah, and it just it just bothered me. It just bothered me. So it's like little things like that. I was like seeing these effects. Um, the lack of time in editing. The kind of laziness with the music. It, it for me, I, I watched it's it enough to take you out of it. It is. It, it was enough. To, it was enough to take me out of it, and it disappointed me. I've watched it twice. I did like it better the second time. A because I wasn't. I was interrupted like crazy, like on Christmas Day when we tried to watch it. Um, but I still kind of found a lot of the same flaws. It's too long. This has gone on, you know. The second time, I was more aware of how long it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. I've still got this long to go. Right. But, you know, the action scenes brought me back into it. I thought the White House fight. Yeah, was another a good fight sequence. Between them, where you really get to see um, Barbara kind of. Oh, I still think the spin's dumb, but. Yeah. But it, but it's it wasn't what they showed in what they showed in the trailer. Yeah. You know the way they edited that that looked more like the Palpatine leap. Yeah, the Palpatine spin. And then yes. Um. I, I still like for me it's like I don't even like get like her Barbara's motives at times. It's like I, you know she gets strong and and she doesn't want to lose her power, so that she I guess decides just to be bad. But then it's like I want to be an apex predator, and it turns her into. A, Cat. Cheetah. Yeah, she may, might not have thought this one all the way through. And again, it's like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. You don't always get exactly what you want when you sure. make a deal with the devil. So, Okay, so we're pointing out pretty regularly through this show, Tim, that um, it's the writing and the story that are really making things difficult. Um, the action itself stands pretty good. Up until this point, the two things intersect for me when Wonder Woman and Barbara are swinging around on live power lines. And they're chasing each other and swinging. There's lassos. uh, There's mid-air fights. There's hanging off of each other. um, and, And it doesn't seem to phase either Wonder Woman. I, either one of them. Wonder Woman, you know, you'd expect that. They they fall into the water, and Wonder Woman, you know, decides, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to electrocute this bitch. Right, yep. And so we get the shock in the water that they same electricity they've been swinging from, and all of a sudden, Barbara is just rendered useless. She's She's not dead, but she's, you know... She got tased. She should have killed well. her like several times. Yeah, that would have been kind of fun to watch. Yeah, like God, you know, what I mean, there goes eight just lives. play, yeah, just play into that a little bit more. Like she just keeps killing her. Also, I thought the use, of, the whole movie, right, becomes about truth. 
You can't cheat. No. You know, um, truth always wins out, whatever. And so it's like she she can't be with Steve because that's not fair. He's gone. He's she, dead. she You know, Barbara, you can't have my strength. It's not your strength. You yes. need to find your own. Um, dude, you can't have all this power. You need to worry about just being a fucking dad at this yeah. point. Shit like, you know. And you have people all over the world who have made wishes, you know, all of them mostly for greed and at the expense of other people. Um, where was I going with that? Where are you going with that? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Re- redirect me here for a minute. How do we feel about the way they wrapped up Pedro's story? The way that... Uh, his his basic final wish is you know he gets he acquires this satellite from the president um, that can touch everything everybody can can make their wish all at the same time and then Wonder Woman has to step in and give this dramatic speech which I think Gal did a good job with I think that scene she yeah. did she, I I think that's an instance where um, she might have shown her acting chops a little bit while she's crashed out in the corner. Um, oh. But his son <clears throat> screaming at him through a computer screen ends this all. I, I mean, I, I was wondering why that kid didn't get his wish. Was Max blocking it, or yeah, Max or, is the one that gets to decide. Who uh, get, but uh, was who he is, is the he standing there going, "Yeah, you get it, you get it." Nope, because the kid kept wishing. Yeah. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. So I'm yeah. like, why hasn't that manifest? Is he intentionally shutting it out? Yes. I, I, I guess that's what I'm going to tell myself. Oh, I didn't remember where I was going. So all, all these people making their wish, and you know, at others' expense. Let's talk about the armor she uses. The gold armor. She gets weak, and we get this story about who is the character. The previous yeah warrior i can't remember her, her name off the top of my head famous warrior who i'm sure you're gonna look up the answer to while i talk yes um and she had this armor that protected her while she fought the world of men and i just loved how men were just all assholes in this movie they were all assholes except for fucking steve yes that's like it though it's like they were all pieces of shit the world of men you know, and it's like she fended off the world of men so that her people could go, you know, get to freedom, right? Yes. And so she, everybody chipped in armor and created this beautiful eagle armor thing, which I'm thinking, okay, Wonder Woman has this. She's going to obviously bust it out at some point, right? And she tells this story with the lasso. She gives, you know, because the lasso does everything. It right? tells Steve the truth. Right. You know, because she couldn't just tell that story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, and then so she uses it to fight a cat person because she's weak. Is that I mean, she's sacrificing herself? Is that quite the same thing as no? You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. So I was like, isn't that kind of cheating? I mean, it's like you versus a cat person, <laughs> as opposed to you know her versus the world of men. Right. You know, and it shows her, you know, all cloaked in this armor, just getting the shit beat out of her and just taking yeah, the armor fu- gets the, destroyed. Yeah. I mean, just this beating of a lifetime. And, you know, um, 
Anyway, I, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, another thing DC does do, and the problem I had with this, some of these fights was you t- talked about the way Cheetah looked. Like it only worked in those little shots where she was like Distant up in a corner. Shots. Yeah. Up close shots, while she did look better than anything in the Cats movie, yes. still just didn't look right for me. No. Cat people are hard. Yeah. Cat people it's are tough. hard. I mean, you know. Cats but are mysterious. During and the weird. action, it was like she'd look fine, but that's only because they made everything so dark. Yes. Which is what DC does a lot. And it's not DC, even. I think it's Warner Brothers because I Covering think of like up. Pacific Rim. Yeah. You ever watch one of those movies? Yeah. Jesus Christ. They're like, <laughs> it's like you have to like brighten your fucking TV right. to see anything. Um, and again, I'll point to Marvel. You know, if you think about it, most of Marvel's big fights take place in the fucking daylight. And they just. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, I mean, the last one at the end, what was that movie called? Endgame. That scene was kind of dark, but it was even more well-lit than anything. I'm thinking of, um, what is it? When Tony and the Winter Soldier and Steve are fighting in the little Russian missile silo thing. That one was pretty dark. It was sure. mostly shadows. I mean, not, you know, not, well, not all of them. Yeah. A majority of them. And, and they do that to... And I think that works, though, because it's not... There was, but there wasn't a lot of special case. effects. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, there's like no real special effects there outside of maybe the... Steve throwing the shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so... Anyways. Um, but there were things I liked. I mean, which I said. I, I did like this movie better. There, it's, it's an enjoyable... Disappointment. Does that make sense? Yes. I, and I'll watch it again. Even. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Um, At but, some point. But it's like I'll, I, all I could do is watch it and think, why? You need to cut all this. Some of this is too much. And maybe set Barbara up for the third one. Yeah. Like because she's she, a great character. Like maybe she didn't renounce her wish. Yeah. Maybe something happened to her. Yeah. Maybe it turned off while she was still. I don't. Who knows. Maybe she can control it. Something. Yeah. Um, also, maybe done, didn't really like... I, I think I would have preferred her to just continue to wear fur rather than turn into a cat person. <laughs> yeah. But, the, I mean, but the, that's, that, that, on, that's just... That's just, a, that, that's just a personal your choice. I actually think it would be more in line with the, the, the original. And I'm not a Wonder Woman historian, but I think the original... I like the cat version better. Cheetah was more of a... Actually comes up in my trivia. We'll do my trivia. We can do your five questions here at the end. Why why don't we do that? Let's do it. We can only ask one. Let's do five questions with David. Um, What's the first thing you do with the lasso of truth? Um, Well, I would... We talked about this the other day. I would... Lasso Chris Carter, the creator of X Files, and just ask him why? Why did you just let that show get drained? Just why? Why didn't you have an ending? Why did you do those new seasons? Why did you let Scully get science raped? That was fucked up, dude. <laughs> so I have a lot of questions. You? Uh, maybe, maybe I'd talk to, to Mr. Zack Snyder right now. There you go. That's how a ma- good one. How many suggestions 
off of social media did you incorporate into mm. your to yeah. your cut? How many after the fact things did you come up with that you say well after uh, I'll just put these in he here. He said and it'll be okay. that he's only shot three extra minutes, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. There's like a whole Joker storyline now <laughs> where Joker steals a mother box or teaches Flash about time travel. Rumors, speculation, but it's I think it's all based on shit he says. So, because he's just fucking out there talking about it, <laughs> running out there. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Zack anyway. Snyder's your answer. Gotcha. Um, What's your movie wish for 2021? What's my movie wish yeah. for 2021? What What do you want out of movies in 20? What do you What are you hoping for? I just a a return to releasing new content, man. Figure out a balance. You know, I mean, whether or not people return to movie theaters is a huge fucking question right now, and it may have nothing to do with wearing masks and social distancing people just may be done at you know for the most yeah. a, lot, a lot of general public because of the you know everybody, everybody now can stream people who weren't netflixing are all they have netflix and hbo and they have all kinds of shit now so um but it, so it's like I, I feel like you have to find a way to release new content now you, you can't keep holding it back so and they are i guess yeah um hbo is going to be and that's a clusterfuck, dude, because of all those agreements, man. I mean, uh, the crew, the legendary studio is freaking out because they're like, dude, no, we don't know. We didn't say you could. You know, so it changes all those contracts yeah. and the way everybody gets paid. And I don't know, but it's like figure it out. Disney seems to be pacing themselves because I think they Disney. have. I think what they have a plan. Well, they have a plan. It seems. Yeah. I mean, everybody's crying boo-hoo, but fucking Mulan did great. Um, what was the other one they released? They released a couple movies, and you know, they did all right. Disney and, will always do all right. And their whole, and you know, okay, keep keep going with the questions, brother. Uh, is Wonder Woman better suited for stories in the past? Well, I would say I would have liked to have seen more with her. Like with Captain America, I didn't need to see another World War II movie. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, I but I would have liked to have seen her in the forties, her in the fifties, sixties. Steve's is different in the sense that there's a reason he missed seventy years or whatever. I I do get the the choices. I I yeah. understand. Um, so it makes more sense from that standpoint. But the, that's not to say I wouldn't like to see would have seen, you know, what happened if I mean, Captain America woke up had, in 1970? You, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, when was when was he, when did he wake up in the comics? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know what, head, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't in 2010. No. no. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe there's a story there some somewhere. Sure. So That would have been great. Um, but, yeah, you and I have talked a great length about, how we would have seen all these DC characters. They're different characters. They would have been incredible. They're more, they're more stories. The DC characters are more built in. Not characters, not right, but personality and humanity. Yeah. Um, What lack of or not, you know, some of them are otherworldly, you know I mean? With like Marvel characters are all like science driven. 
So it's like, I think that's easy to function in today's. Sure. Um, but man, it would have been cool to see Bruce Wayne with gadgets. Yeah. In the 30s. Amazing. People going, what the fuck is that going down the street? Yeah. So. I'm in. Okay. Are you glad you didn't have to pay to see this one? I think that's uh, that's a really good take on how how a person feels about this uh, a movie in general. No, well, I will say that besides the fact that you pay for a streaming service, I mean, which you pay for anyway, so whatever. I, I suppose ultimately, as excited as I was, and as disappointed as I just kind of feel initially. Um, yeah, I, th- I think maybe I'm just glad I could just watch. I was able to I'm watch glad it I was on the couch for this one. Um, I do miss movie theaters so much. So it, you know, and that becomes like of the movies I saw. Which one, you know, on streaming this year? That would be like a. Which one do I wish I could have seen on the big screen? Maybe those effects look better. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm. You know, the effects are tricky, man. They are. So, um, all right. You want me to do some. Trivia? Trivia. All right, brother. All right, let's see. That's not the right list. Here we go. All right, this is Pedro Pascal's second venture into the Wonder Woman uh, universe. He was uh, supposed to play a detective on the 2011... He played a detective in the 2011 pilot that was ultimately declined by NBC. A show, A pilot that was so bad... That NBC wouldn't even just be like, fuck it, it's Wonder Woman. Maybe we can make it better. Yeah, we can work with <laughs> Which it. Which seems crazy, because I remember going, oh, so we're getting a Wonder Woman show. This should right. be interesting. And then it was like, wow. They, that I mean, it had to have been bad. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure there also was like, eh, nobody wants to watch a female superhero. Which and is weird. Also, I think this was... That was 2011, so I mean, man, those Marvel movies had just, it had really just kind of started up again. So, I don't know. Let's see. The role of Cheetah was offered to Emma Stone by Warner Brothers. How do you think that plays out differently? Uh, Emma Stone as a cat? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can see it, you know, Kristen Wiig was Patty Jenkins' first choice. We've always talked about what it's weird. Is it weird an odd choice? She looked amazing, by the way, though. Yeah, we she haven't did. talked about that. Wow. She did look great. And I've always liked her. She's suck, fucking super talented. Yeah. Of so she is. I never thought she was a bad choice. It was like, okay, it's a different choice, but I get it. The awkwardness, she plays that so well. Um, Emma Stone, I get it. She's the bigger name. And it was was that was that one of, was that a moment where the studio that was kind of their nudge? We'd like you to consider this option. Ms. Absolutely, Jenkins. just like they used to, you know, suggest Johnny Depp for everything. Yeah, you know, it back, you know, back they they wanted Johnny Depp in the Batman movies before. It was and Nolan was, was like, nah. So all right, Barbara Minerva wearing animal fur clothing is an homage to Priscilla Rich, the first cheetah. Barbara was the third in the comics. Um, but she's also the most famous. But that version of Cheetah enjoyed wearing animal furs and wore a magical fur cheetah costume. Cool. That's fun. Okay. I didn't know. Cool. The more you know. Uh, the character of Maxwell Lord was based on actor Sam Neill. 
when introduced in DC Comics in 1987. Dr. Grant. You know, the way they rebooted Nick Fury to look like Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. And then he looked at it and was like, holy shit, motherfucker, that's me. (laughs) And they're like, hell hell yeah, that's you, man. Um, So there you go. Trivia. Trivia with Tim. All right, so... Uh, that's going to do it for Wonder Woman. The first new movie we've seen, well... In no, you got Tenet. Yeah, well, that was just like it's our first major content release in five months. Yeah. I would like to talk about Tenet sometime. You should watch that. Oh, man. But watch it twice. <laughs> or at least watch it once with subtitles. It's entertaining. I mean, it's like long and confusing and yeah that's how i want to spend my evening is long and confused but it's got some cool shit in it too i'm sure i'm sure it's nolan so yeah we watched it again the other night i i still think nolan's an asshole is it on voodoo huh it's not voodoo uh no it i i watched through a screening link that i had so yeah it's not you screening but I'll probably buy it when I do. I'll let you know so you can watch it on video. Um, all right. So um, let's see. What else we got coming up this month? Next week, we've got our fucking 2020 wrap-up episode. 20 questions with 2020, the what-the-fuck episode, whatever we're going to call it. Just you know, questions. We'll t- we'll we're just, just going to talk. We'll just recap 2020 a little bit. Um, after that, Cobra Kai Season 3. Yes. Mandalorian Season 2. Um, the Kansas City Film Critics Circle Awards coming up. It's a jam-packed schedule, Tim. Yeah, so I think that's the rest of January for us. So, uh, yeah, this ought to be fun. Um, can't wait to talk about Mando. We're just now getting Cobra Kai was just released, so this is you know we're just kind of getting through this. You're done with it. I'm. I'm almost, I have finished. I'm almost done. Um. So yeah, uh, follow us. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. Yeah. It's good to be Whatever, back. dude. Thank you for listening, man. We had a pretty great couple of months there at the end of 2020. Wonderful. So thank you to all of us, uh, all you of you who are listening to us. Appreciate you. We do appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, so follow us on Facebook and YouTube, or not YouTube, Twitter. Twitter. Instagram, that's Instagram. what I'm Instagram. Yeah. Spotify. Anywhere Where you do you listen here. to podcasts? I, I very. Different places. Okay. I, I, I'm kind of. It's kind of more on. on I listen podcast? to specific podcasts, so it's where they're gotcha. hosted. But, you know, I, do I usually just podcast. post a link to our Podomatic. Yeah. Because I don't want to post Spotify links and have Spotify. You can find us everywhere. You can, and if you can't find us, let me know, and I'll give us a. Yeah, you can do that at realhooligans at gmail.com. That's going to do it. First episode of 2021. And the woman 1984. Goodbye. Bye, David.